We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. A month I have been looking forward to, very excited, and specifically collecting some stories to make this happen. Women in Translation Month for August. Let's talk about it today. Oh, there's so many authors on here that I haven't read before. I'm so excited because it's, I don't know, it's like tasting a new candy when you get, uh, uh, you know you're going to love it uh, unless it has banana flavor. But yeah, that, give me give me the Ooh, new ones. Hit, uh, hit awkward me. for Miss Yoshimoto this month, right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's not new, though. Give me new candy. Hit me with the new candy first. <laughs> now, some of these we have already recorded a few for because I think some of you may know July was a weird month for us. We took two weeks off. So we kind of slammed a bunch, in, a bunch in June to keep content going in July. And we're, we did a couple a week before or so to kind of get some content going in early August. But we are very excited to talk about this because if you didn't know, I don't have the stat in front of me. I remember reading this online, but now it's completely BS without, you know, a source. <laughs> but there, there was a stat that I read that said that in terms of book sales in America, America specifically, I'm sure it's higher in Europe just because of how much how many different languages there are in proximity but in america only three percent of books that are sold are translated are books that were in translation if you will and that's kind of sad because that's translations as a whole that's not just women women is still going to be a lower number than that three percent so what a great idea to dedicate a month to jumping into maybe some things that you haven't read before i'm excited because this is I think the perfect opportunity and it gives a platform for us to promote this. So maybe we can start getting, you know, more people encouraged to be able to read, you know, have more diversity because it makes you a better, well-rounded person and allows you to I think better be, uh, be a better debater, reader, analyzer, all that stuff. It's, it's going to make you stronger in so many different ways. So we said in the beginning of the year, we are going to continue to explore Latin and as well as Japanese literature. So we thought this would be a great month to kind of explore some of those authors a little bit further. So so we have been working through the Oxford book of Japanese short stories, as well as the Penguin book of Japanese short stories. So you'll see a lot of, in fact, all of our selections, I think, are coming from one of these two books. And we're going to continue to explore uh, the collections over the next few years. Now, additionally, we have the Clarice Lispector short stories that we're going to be doing, as well as a novel that we got to be talking about today. You excited for this? Oh, I am excited. Uh, oh, yeah. So just a quick housekeeping note. I want to talk about our novel discussion videos here real quick. So traditionally, our structure for short story talks and novels have been the exact same, right? The intro, the publication, the plot, the analysis, the wrap up, like it's, it's, it's the same format for the Codex Cantina for all of these. And I'm starting to realize that there might be a chance for improvement here. So something that we're going to work on is our, our videos like, like on books. So Sunshiedle, for example, here that we did here a couple months ago, I really want people to hear 
what our reaction is, maybe what the taste of Sanchiro's instead of just doing straight boom, spoiler talk right away. So we're going to restructure our novel talks. So our novel talks are now going to feature kind of like a spoiler free section up front where we really want to give you guys like the flavor and idea of this novel and really kind of let you make your own decision of is this something that might intrigue you? Is it, you know, if talking to two literature guys, is this something that kind of resonated with them? Why or why not? But we thought like this shift could help engage you guys a little bit more on finding novels that might be of interest to you. I love this idea. I think it's great that um, we as a channel are kind of growing and that we found what I think works really well for short stories is an ideal or perfect for the novels. And this way we can uh, break up the novel video in kind of two pieces for you know people that have read and haven't read. Um, and speaking of novels, let's uh, go ahead and talk about what novels are we going to be reading this month? So first up is hashtag Faulkner in August 2021. Okay. Brian, Alan, you know, bookish, big hard books and classics, great channels. They're putting together the boxer group again and, and have foolishly invited us and allowed us to kind of infiltrate their ranks. But we're going to be doing <laughs> Sanctuary by William Faulkner because we do a William Faulkner read every August for Faulkner in August. And this year it's Sanctuary, which is kind of like, um, I guess it's a crime noir. This is, is this our first? No, Reavers was our first Faulkner read on this channel, but I had never read it before. This will be the next Faulkner. All the other Faulkner books I've obviously read. This one I've never read before, so this will be new to me as well. So this will be an exciting challenge for us. I think I, ha I think I have this one. The physical book. Look at you. I have the actual book. It's on my shelf back there. <laughs> now, what we need yes. to talk about too is also what we're going to be doing about that as I lay dying because that was something that I did back in March. I did it again in April, and I just I needed my crypto. I need my crypto. I don't feel comfortable without my crypto in those stories. Like those, Aww. you have to talk through. You have to talk through Faulkner, I feel like. So we'll figure out we'll figure out what we're doing with As I Lay Dying. It hasn't died, like, <laughs> but keep in mind that that's in our background and we haven't forgotten about it and we will not give up on that one. But we've also got The Man from Glengarry, which is the page 112 challenge that we did where it was a Canadian writer that we selected. And Sean's like, hey, you guys want to read Canadian literature? Like, that'd be nice, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's cram it in august we're not doing anything else we're not doing anything else in august <laughs> so we're gonna cram that one in so we'll have like a live chat with sean so not the usual i don't think i don't know i'll show up and all i know is maybe sean's got 12 pages of notes who knows we'll see but i don't I'm i think that's gonna be i think this is gonna be more conversational right like let's talk through this book let's see what it means uh and let's have some fun with that one okay now we're gonna talk about one of these novels for women in translation month hold on for that your hat for that one and then we've also got I, if you've been following this channel, you know why we selected it. I don't really want to go into too much detail right now, but we're going to be doing I Am a Cat by Natsume Soseki, just kind of in the background over time. I don't know if that's going to be a full analysis video, or I don't know if it's just going to be kind of more of like a book for me, but there's a very specific reason why I am kind of choosing to read I Am a Cat now. I've, I've been planning on this for a little bit of a while, and the, time, the time's now to read it, unfortunately. And Soseki amazing author so can't go wrong there i'm excited for that one and uh hopefully it'll be good for you and uh yeah if nothing else we'll just do a conversational approach yeah well we'll, we'll see what happens with that i i think with time it might be very much different let's move into the women in translation month because that is the meat and potatoes of what we've been looking forward to here all right hit me let's do it all right so first up probably what we're most excited for boom 
The Hour of the Star, the final novel by Clarice Lespector. Ooh, give me the synopsis. Is that, but, but isn't that, isn't that kind of unfair? Like, are Clarice stories ever about plot? Like, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, it's about a, a, a girl. Okay, so it's narrated, I believe, by a man. And he has okay. a very pejorative look at this girl. And the okay. girl is poor, maybe arguably doesn't know better, but she's happy. She doesn't realize the the state that she's Ooh. in, that the man ignorance thinks she and ought bliss. to realize. Bliss and ignorance. Yeah, a, a okay. little bit of that. And um, actually, maybe let me read this first line to you, because I've always thought the thirst, okay. first yeah. line was rather engaging. All the world began with a yes. One molecule said yes to another molecule, and life was born. <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. deep. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, this, this is one of those ones that just came at the tail end of her life. So we did the first novel of hers, Near to the Wild Heart, and now we're doing the final one, Hour of the Star, another Clarice novel coming up later this year, but we're going to be doing that one. Now let's talk about some of the short stories that we're doing because we got a ton of short stories, like we said, from the Japanese collections. Uh, but first, I'm also going to be doing another Clarice story with our friend Leslie called A Chicken, which is a quick, you know, five, six page story that's actually quite funny. It's, it's, it's kind of like a children's myth, if you will, a little fairy tale, if you will. It's very enjoyable. What else? What else you got for us? Now, when it comes to the Japanese authors, we're really diving deep into this. We're doubling down on this one. We're going to have a new-to-us author. Okay, we've already recorded one of her stories. We need to record another one here. But it's by Tsushima Yuko. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. This was good. I was so confused when I when I read the title, The, <laughs> the Very Strange Enchanted Boy. Didn't I read it wrong the first time? <laughs> or I texted to you wrong. Uh. So we're doing A Very Strange Enchanted Boy as well as Flames by Tsushima Yuko. Now, we were betrayed with Flames, as usual, with Penguin. Did us dirty, just like they did with Sanshiro. Now, we upgraded oh, Sanshiro yeah. to do the whole novel. Flames, we're, we're, we, we don't have the time. We just need to stick with that title, that title story. But it is a short story, if you will, that was, was collected. It's kind of like a short story cycle called Territory in Light. So we're doing the Flames chapter that was in the Penguin book. And the a Very Strange Enchanted Boy is from the Oxford book by her. Now, she's the daughter of Osamu Dazai, who our friend Jack just covered uh, a very good story by him that we'll be doing later on. But a very famous Japanese writer, here comes his daughter who is not going to live in his shadow, right? She stands on her own and is very strong yes, when it comes to her writing. Yes, she does. Yeah. No, she she holds her weight there for sure. All right. Now, an author we have not read yet, I know nothing about her, to be honest, is Taiko Kono, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, we're doing a story by her called In the Box, which I think what's in the, the one box? From, what's in the box from the, uh, <laughs> the Penguin book? And then the Oxford collection, we have Toddler Hunter. I've heard that by title. So I, I think that's actually well anthologized and studied, but it, it's new to us. I know nothing about the author or these stories. So it'll, it'll be explorative for us to kind of jump into her writing. Yes, yes. Give me the new. Uh, I love reading new authors. It's it's always such a joy because you, you never know what you're going to get. And then you get to add that to your utility belt. You get to add that to your repertoire to be able to compare and use and quote. It's just, uh, you got to feed your brain. All right. Hit me with more. What do you got? Now, up next, we have Yoko Ogawa, which we have read a story by her before, which was The Memory Police. But let me let me challenge you with this one. Um, I, I 
correct me if I'm wrong, you've only read that novel by her. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. That's the only thing of hers that I've ever read. I've read two others from her. Every single one would have no idea it was the same author. I don't know if that's a plus. I don't know if that's a minus for you. I think it's interesting because every single thing that she has put out has been so different from the other. I've never read a short story by her. The others were novellas and um, another novel. So this one I'm very excited to get to, but it's The Tale of the House of Physics, which is from the Penguin book of Japanese short stories. So two things. One, can't stand physics, struggled with that. Two, (laughs) I indeed do love when authors are able to basically reinvent themselves and they don't have to go back to their same old shtick because they can only write one thing and they're able to almost make it feel like they're a completely different author or person writing this story. I think it adds a lot of credibility to um, to them as an author. Now, the next one, I'm doing another short story with Leslie to get her perspective from a female perspective for Women in Translation Month. We're doing Dreaming of Kimchi by Banana Yoshimoto. I'll put a link to her channel down below. We're going to have, you know, pretty good time talking about those videos. But let's move into, oh, actually, we have one more short story. We have um, A Painful Case by James Joyce from Dubliners. I mean, obvious. Can't go wrong there, there, right? Yeah, yeah. But we also have to do the August Patreon read. I, I don't know what that's going to be. I think you have to give the selection to the patrons to select or something like that. I don't know how we're going to do that just yet, but I think you have your plan for that, right? Oh, yeah. So this is where we get our one lucky contestant on the Wheel of Destiny, and that individual will get to help us decide one of our short stories that we'll get to read for August. So um, if you are in the $5 category, you will get help leading our destiny and our education into the world of literature. So uh, if you're able to help out, we appreciate that. Uh, If not, that's okay, too. But if you want some choice in what we're going to read, sign up. Guys, thank you so much for helping us in supporting this channel. It's been really awesome pushing ourselves, and we're going to continue to do that and even further and harder as we go into the future. If you are looking to have a conversational approach to literature, guys, hit that subscribe button to join us on the journey as we post videos every Monday and Thursday. Let's talk about some women in translation this month. Peace.